can't see that. Okay, um, hello everyone. Hello, saints and sinners. This is LaDawn. I am here today and I have my friends, the Mormons, with me. Um, I asked them to come on and um, answer some questions that I may have or you guys may have about their religion. Um, really nice guys, respectable. So we're going to be respectful um, upon their, you know, them answering their, the questions and understanding as well. So what we want to do with you guys today, what's your name, Elder? Elder Brooks. Elder Brooks. Elder Grace. And Brother Brown. Okay, so I got three men here, guys. Three Mormon guys. <laughs> and it's all good. I have a really good uh, vibe around them. So um, we're going to start off with a prayer. You guys want to start with yeah. a prayer? I can say it for us. Okay. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're grateful to be here um, to discuss the Lord and to um, talk about ways we can learn truth and to uh, find the path that we've been given and, and what is the right path. Heavenly Father, we pray for the spirits to be here to, to lead and guide us and to, to teach and to testify of truth and of, um, and of our message. We're grateful, Heavenly Father, for the chance to be with LaDawn and, and those listening over uh, the podcast. We pray for them as they go throughout their lives that they can find comfort and peace and able to feel the, the truth uh, to be testified to them by the, the gift of the Holy Ghost. And, and Father, we love thee and we say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Okay, so uh, we're going to get started here. Uh, I, I really kind of, I'm going to let you take the floor and then I'll kind of c- come in and ask questions. Yeah, um, and we, we love to ask questions as well. Okay, so, sure. Um, we're not perfect teachers. Yeah. And but we, we hope to help people feel the message, the, the truthfulness of our message for themselves, and that, that usually comes through asking questions. Mm-hmm. And so we, we welcome any questions. Okay. Uh, we're, we're well, um, I guess one of the things that I want to know is how did the Mormon religion come about and when? Yeah. yeah. And that's something we will definitely go and we will we'll come and we'll answer that question. Uh, is it okay if we start just a little sure. before that in the beginning? Go right. I've got a bit of a backstory <laughs> That's before, okay. before we get to the, the big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so well, we just want to start with, you know, before this life, we were with God, our loving Heavenly Father. Mm-hmm. And we he, he had something that we didn't have. He had a body. And we didn't have that at first. So he decided that he loved us so much that he wanted to go and send us here on earth to go and have a body and gain experiences and do all that. So through his kindness and his grace and his mercy... He decided to go and uh, exactly that, make this plan and do this. And uh, he, he really does love us, and he's very kind to us. So can we ask, how, who do you think Heavenly Father is? Who do you think God is? Well, God is Elohim. He's the creator of everything. He's the most magnificent artist in the world. <laughs> I mean, ever, ever. So he created the universe. He created the earth. He created everything. Our Holy Father. Yeah, and He He loves us. Right? We <laughs> talked about that. And not only does He love us, He's given us ways to see His love. Um, right? You talked about you know our world, we have a beautiful planet we get to live on. Um, Brother Brown, what is the way that you've you've seen the gospel in particular that that thing He's given us? How have you seen that bless your life, or your life, your family's life? Christie mm-hmm. uh, on yeah. northeast side of town. So I started there, so religion has always been really a, a, a huge part of my life. Yeah. But as a kid, you start to realize that, you know, when your family puts that before you, you just go along with it, you know, but you really don't have that understanding. So right. we proceeded from there, and then we went to a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. So we did that for multiple years. And Wednesday, choir yeah. rehearsal, yeah. Deacon's meeting, mm-hmm. Saturday or something else. I <laughs> know. Oh, all day long, and, and it was great. Yeah. But I was still, I was still missing something. That's um, right. So after that, um, many years later, closer to where we are now, it was a non-denominational church. Mm-hmm. Great. It was really similar to my Baptist experience. Uh, really great people, really good word. But through all that, just missing something. Okay. 
God, but it was more mature. Mm-hmm. I didn't come to Christ to, what's the word that I'm looking for, to, to establish a relationship. I always came to when I needed something. Right. You know, hey, Dad, can you give me this? Hey, Mom, can you do this? Yeah. <laughs> but there was no in between. Yes. So when um, I spoke to the elders and, and came across the church, uh, first time I went in, it was just fascinating. Yeah. You know, core principles. Yeah. Our religions are pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Spark, give or take a couple of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really felt the spirit. Uh, I decided to go ahead and get baptized. Uh, and at first, you're nervous about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, what if I have buyer's remorse? <laughs> you know, this isn't like a car you can't take it back and, yeah, and trade it in for something exactly. different. So I, I did that, and at first I was nervous. And, and then it just started happening. Uh, things got a lot better for me. I, I established a true relationship with that. You know, we, we come in, we talk on a daily basis. Uh, for instance, now I don't start my day until I have a conversation with God. Right. I, I get to God before the world. Exactly. So yes. by doing that, you know, it's not, I'm not coming to him every time I need something or I mm-hmm. want something. You know, I'm coming to him to give him glory. Amen. And it's, not, it's no longer a chore for me. Exactly. And so, so then it's just been, you know, is every day great? No, absolutely not. <laughs> no. I'm in the wrong yeah. line of work. We'd be lying day. if we said it was, yeah. But it's a lot easier. Church or something I enjoy doing now. It's not, oh man, it's Sunday. Those days are over with. Yeah. I have a no hope and perspective mm-hmm. on what this life is about. For me, that's your yeah. question. No, we appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. I know, I know for myself, I had never enjoyed, I never enjoyed church as a, as a young man, as a, as a youth, as a kid, just because I, I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I'd grown up and I, as I realized that it's, the center of who I am, not just, you know, what I do on Sunday, it's who I am. Right. I'm the son of God. It, it becomes something a lot greater. It helps me build that relationship, like Brother Brown said. Yeah. Um, because ultimately, when it comes down to it, God's our loving Heavenly Father, and His gospel blesses our families. Mm-hmm. And He's given us a, a great tool to learn the gospel. Because mm-hmm. um, He doesn't just give it to individuals, He gives it to His, his prophets. That's the truth. Um, and I guess to you, Ladon, what, what would you explain? What, in your own words, what is a prophet? Um, a prophet is a messenger of God. A prophet is a servant of God. And a prophet has to do what God tells them to. And sometimes that what he tells them to, they don't want to do. It could be difficult. Yeah. It could be going to a difficult place with difficult people who's not going to listen. I'm sure, Moses, yeah. I'm sure Moses had a hard time saying, I gotta do this. I gotta lead all these people. Yeah, they're not listening to me. What? Yeah. <laughs> Why do yeah, I? Hard time. Yeah, he did, but he hung in there. Mm-hmm. He did. And so you, I look at you guys, and you look like you're about seventeen, and it just or, or sixteen, and it's it's really so amazing for our young people to be into the ministry. Mm-hmm. Period. Because these days they're not, and um, you. What I want you guys to kind of know is the struggle out there is real. Mm-hmm. I don't know your struggles in your life, but I'm going to tell you a little about mine, okay? They were very hard. Like, my mom, she was 15 when she had me. My dad, he was 18. And my grandparents adopted and raised me, okay? And through that time period, I went through, or, or before I got settled well, you know, my mom, she just didn't want to be a mom. And, I mean, I forgive her now. And she's she's gone. I pray she's with the Lord Jesus. Um, but she, and she just didn't. She didn't want to. She didn't grow to want to or anything. She just didn't want to. And uh, so through that, I went through abandonment. I was left in a house by myself for months at seven. And I was starved. I was almost attacked by a demon dog. Uh, I, I prom- yeah, I have really supernatural experiences, and this is why 
uh, I believe um, that day, God said, start writing. So I was seven, and in this house I was in, it was just me and the hungry dog there. If I'm hungry, he's hungry too, right? But it was different. It was more right. than just a hungry dog. And this this dog was my friend. It was a Doman Pinscher, who, by the way, was almost tall as I was. But to me, that dog protected me because I didn't know how to lock the front door. only thing I knew how to do was go in the bedroom and lock the bedroom door and lock King in there with me, and that was his name. And uh, one night, this happened, and I'm getting in the bed, and I'm like, come on, King. I always tell him to get in the bed with me. But this particular night, he didn't budge, and he just stared at me. And it was just the strangest thing, the way this dog stared at me. And I was little, but I just knew it wasn't right. And I started, you know, fear started overcoming me. So I'm sitting here on the bed, and King is right here in front of the bed, uh, looking like he's going to dive on me at any time. And then the closet is to the left. I can smell about it now. <laughs> the closet is right there to the left. But I had would have had to move forward. And this dog looked like if I would have took one step, he was on me. And so I'm thinking, oh, my God, I got to get to that closet. I got to get to that closet. This dog is. Because see, now he's growling. He's. And I'm like, oh, God. To the closet, and I know I just kept saying, Oh God, I need to get to the closet. And then, boom, this dog leaped through the. And as he was leaping, guys, I will never forget it. And the Lord is my witness. His eyes were like that movie, the red that had red that kind. And Next thing I knew, I was off the bed and into the closet. It was something really big, swift, strong, and powerful. Whoosh! It was like a big whoosh. And it might have happened within a second or two. That's how fast it happened. And the closet door shut. Now, I remember this closet door didn't have a lock on it, but it was locked. And I could hear whatever out there fighting with this dog. To this day, I have no recollection of that dog. The the closet door didn't come open uh, until morning. It was strange. I don't know why, but it it, it didn't allow me. I kept trying to go out, and I couldn't. And uh, when I didn't hear anything anymore, and then I I tried to go out. And it didn't open until morning. I knew that was an angel. Mm -hmm. I I knew that was an angel that God sent. And, And I just have these supernatural experiences that happened to me in my life. Uh, not a lot, but I have some. Right. And, well, those, um, are, those are what build our testimony of the Lord. Exactly. Right, because if, if we don't have any experiences, right, Some sometimes they're not nearly as big, sometimes they're a lot smaller. Yeah. And I've, I've never had one quite like that where I, I mean, my life has probably been saved, but I do know that in a spiritual way my life was saved because it had yes. I not changed my course of action had the Lord not stepped in and gave me the answer I needed I would have you know continued I would not I'll tell you I would not be a missionary I wouldn't be here teaching people about Jesus Christ and the prophet the Lord works the same way he works to teach us Mm -hmm. sometimes through angels sometimes just through people and a lot of the time he chooses his prophet and there's a scripture in the book of Amos this is chapter 3 verse 7 um, and Amos is just talking about what this prophet does, what the Lord does with the prophet. He says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth the secret unto his servants, the prophets. Exactly. And so it's 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 necessary to have these prophets. And we've talked about one, it was Moses. Mm-hmm. And we've had, all throughout the, the Old Testament, there are, are prophets. Mm-hmm. There's Moses, Noah, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, you know, all of these men who the Lord calls to teach the gospel and to use his power. The same way Moses split the Red Sea, you know, that would need, that would require the power of God. That's right. And it's not everybody can do that, but (laughs) this prophet could. Um, And so, the, the, God, he, God has sent, he sent one specific prophet, and that was the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, In his ministry, and the things he taught, what is something that he taught that stuck out to you the most? The love. There's no love like his. And the love is amazing. I, I feel it. I, I mean, since when I got saved, I got blessed with the Holy Spirit. And the love is, that I feel just burning in my spirit sometimes is just amazing. So there's no love like Christ's love. 
we can only try to perfect ourselves to to walking in his way yeah you know uh, and some of us fall but what's important is that people know they need to get back up and continue to go yeah. into the right direction and not continue to go into the wrong one yeah yeah and that's huge i mean love is such a great attribute of christ oh, and he, he just willingly gives it to everyone whether they take they want it or not mm-hmm. he's just going to give it to them and the ultimate way he showed his love was through the atonement mm-hmm. and that's his sacrifice his suffering in gethsemane where he begged to be he begged his father, our father, to go and forgive us of our sins as long as we repent. And then he performed, you know, the crucifixion as well. Mm-hmm. And where they literally beat and scored him and uh, lashed at his back and did all these terrible things. And uh, just to go have him carry his own cross up and nail him on it. The, the torture and the pain was so, so unbearable that only he could do it. He was from our our literal heavenly Father. That's why he's our. That's why he's heavenly Father. He begotten the Son, and as we all know, he did suffer and he did he bleed and he did die for all our sins, and that was the ultimate show of love. He loved us so much that he was willing to do that, and what's even better is after the third day he was resurrected and he was brought back to life, and he was able to go establish his gospel again, his teachings in the church. And then he ascended back up into heaven and gave priesthood power, which is basically the authority to act in God's name to do these great things, like Moses parting the Red Sea. He had that power and authority. But unfortunately, everyone went and said, "Mm, well, Christ is gone, I don't know about this. And they started killing off all these apostles. They started uh, destroying everything God set up, and eventually it all fell, and there was really nothing left, uh, and that was kind of a, an age, what was called the dark age, and there's, there's really nothing there, and it was kind of a hard time for everyone, and no one knew what was true, what was right, but it's actually scripture in Matthew. Yeah, so this is, um, this is to talk about that, that thing that he had, that the Lord had organized, and this is him giving this power we talked about, this authority, acting God's name to work miracles, to dispel demons, to do these things. He gives this to Peter, specifically. And um, he says in Matthew chapter 16, um, and right before this, he asks Peter, Peter, who do you think I am? He asked all of the disciples this. Mm-hmm. And, and Peter is the one who, he says it the best. He says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. And he, he tells Peter, you realize that you learned this by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then in verse 19, the Lord confers here, he gives him something very special. Mm-hmm. And so he says, and this is the Lord speaking, he says, And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. And this organization created was built on the prophet, once again. Mm-hmm. Um, these 12 apostles, and is built upon this priesthood, this power, is what it's called. That, that literally allows us to bind on earth and to bind in heaven, and to make things valid on earth and valid in heaven. That's kind of the way I like to think of it. Um, and this was, this was the ordination created, this was the church he created. And this is, this is where we believe our church originated, was the Lord. He had created this organization, this this church, this group of followers, this faith. Mm-hmm. And like my companion said, it had fallen away because the people revolted. They they killed the Savior. They killed all of his apostles. But now, are you saying that they killed the apostles after they wrote the word? Or are you saying that the apostles were killed before they were able to write the word? After. Yeah, so, so they, they, wrote, they wrote down their their scripture, mm-hmm. right? Their words of the prophets. They wrote down their um, their scriptures, and eventually, um, they they couldn't hide from you know all of the people trying to get right. them. And so there came a point where they were all they were all killed. Before they they wrote the word, they were trying to kill. The Roman soldiers were hunting. Yeah. And God kept hiding their eyes. 
because yeah. they needed to write this. Right. Or we'd be lost. Right? We would more be so out of here. Right. But um, the word. Well, I know. I read a little bit about the dark ages. Mm. We call um, it the apostasy as well, um, which is a time where people are not following God. They're not. There wasn't the yeah because the, truth on the, earth. the thing is after the apostles or or even some during that a lot of the Christians were persecuted by the Romans and the Greeks uh, until they they decided to take their religion as well right they yeah. so the Christians in. the early day Christians really did set the mark for us now when they died when they went to to death with their belief yeah which was christ okay they really set the mark for us because the lord says the world will hate you because they hated me first yeah right and that's the truth guys because when i'm out here talking to people or then i do um people don't want to hear truth they, they just don't. know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, and they want to, they hate you, they want to speak. Who are you to judge? Well, the Lord says you can give righteous judgment with love. That is true, yeah. Okay? And nobody is condemning any. Okay, for instance, I have a, friend, a really good friend, mm-hmm. and she lives in Cincinnati, but um, she's a lesbian, and she asked me, Do you think all. Will go to hell, and I said, because she knows that I am a believer in Jesus Christ, I'm a Christian, and I told her, I said, all sinners will go to hell unless they repent. Okay, so this is my thing. I, I don't want to single out a sin mm-hmm. I, because they're all. God hates the liar. He hates the thief. He ha- he doesn't hate us, but he hates the sin we commit. He hates sin, right? He doesn't hate any sinner. He doesn't he hate the, the sinner, sin. right? And so I don't want see this whole oh you know you guys are spreading hatred. This is what they say about the Christians when we tell them, you know, this is wrong and why? And the Lord loves you. Repent and come to Him because the truth of the matter is a lot of homosexuals have left that lifestyle and came to Christ. And they, they know it's wrong. Let me tell you, like, we can go through this Bible, right? Uh-huh. And we can say, okay, we know the scripture about homosexuality in First Corinthians. We know it's some in Romans. We know in Leviticus. Oh, well, it also says this in Leviticus. See, the, it can be twisted. They are well aware of the scriptures that condemn what they do. And well, we'll tell you, to go off of what you're saying, we um, we'll t- we agree. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Well, in certain parts, we won't get too far into yeah. um, homosexuality. Right. We'll talk that the Bible is the Lord's word mm-hmm. through and through. Um, That's right. But we talked about this falling away of the church, and okay. this was caused because um, right everyone had the word, mm-hmm. but there were so many different ways to interpret it, and so that today that's why we have you know, thousands of churches, um, and there came a point. Where to know what was true, you had to ask the Lord. Well, look, I, 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 I want to agree, and then I want to disagree a little bit. Okay. Um, you're right, we do have to ask the Lord. But we have thousands of churches because Satan is very busy yeah. deceiving people. And this is the truth. This is why I've really walked away from this whole religion thing. Because as I talk to each religion... You, you have Muslims with the Muhammad, and, and when I go research Muhammad, it's, you can't be that much of a sinner. God comes, I, I, it just doesn't sit well with me. So you can't let one man who was a sinner condemn one man who wasn't, which is Jesus Christ, right? You can't bring Jesus down to a prophet because he's the savior of the world. Right. He's the Messiah. And he was prophesied about in Daniel. He was prophesied about in the Old Testament. Yeah, yeah, hundreds and thousands years before he even came. Yeah. So you guys will let this one sinful man tell you what 
not to believe in your Savior. So what I see is I see Satan, and I see Satan being very deceptive through religion, through any way. He's very clever, and if you're not under the Holy Spirit, if you're not close to God, if you're not praying without ceasing, and you're not constantly seeking the truth, then he will get you. It's true, yeah. Satan's very, very smart. But he's also very dumb. Sometimes. Dumb too. But he, <laughs> we know he's, that, he's right? What our weaknesses are, and he's like, hey, hey, c- c- come down this path. And we're like, oh, are you sure? He's like, yeah, just take one little step this way, or start <laughs> interpreting this a little differently. And yeah. he just carefully leads us down until we it. fall right flat on our face. Say it again, brother. I love that. I love that analogy. Yes, say it again. I like that. <laughs> I really like that. That is a good analogy. Yeah, go right ahead, huh? Okay, yeah. I like that. We know that that Satan desires our downfall. We've talked about that. We He does not want us to do anything good, right? Lord Jesus. And he does not want us to find the truth. As missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we believe um, that our message is true. Um, and that yeah. is, it relates to the, the true church. Okay. Um, we believe that there is one true church here on the planet. And that is... Yeah. And sometimes, right, like you said, it, okay. we get persecuted. Yeah. Whether it's us or other Christians. That's right. We believe that when you have a bold claim like that, you're going to welcome some persecution. We we welcome persecution. That's because right. we, we believe all of our eggs are in one basket. And it's because... Yeah. We'll tell you why. Okay. There's a 14-year-old boy who prayed. Yeah. And that is why we're here. Mm-hmm. Who is this 14 year old? So his name is Joseph Smith. Okay. Yeah, and we're sure you've heard of him. Mm-hmm. Right? And, I did. <laughs> yeah, right. And he um, he lived in this time after this great apostasy, this dark ages where the truth was gone. Okay. And he wanted to know how to be saved because there was hundreds of churches in his hometown. And he lived in upstate New York. Okay. I'm and, listening. And so his, his concern was... All of these different denominations are saying all of these different things about how to be saved. And he wanted to know which one was true, which one to join specifically. And so he read in, in the Bible and in the Epistle of James, um, and the scriptures read, wrote, um, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. So, like we talked about, he, he said that prayer. And he had a very a miraculous experience after. In his own words, I like to use them because they carry some weight. And it says, I saw a pillar of light exactly over my head, above the brightness of the sun. And when the light rested upon me, I saw two personages whose brightness and glory defied all description standing above me in the air. One of them spake unto me, calling me by name, and said, pointing to the other, This is my beloved son, hear him. And so Joseph Smith in the year 1820 right. had a vision of, of God and Jesus Christ and they told him that he would be the instrument for them to work out their plan right the Lord the Lord it's his plan it's his work it's his church mm-hmm. and so he was going to use this this young boy who was at, the age, at this point 14 who's called to be the prophet mm-hmm. to restore or to bring back the church that he Jesus Christ had organized which was founded on apostles, prophets, and that power. Okay. The priesthood is what we call it. And we believe today that the organization of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the Lord's church that he established when he was here on the earth. Gotcha. And we believe this because we know Joseph Smith was a prophet. And we only know this because he was instrumental in translating the Book of Mormon. Okay. Um, from, from the past, from your reading of the Book of Mormon, um, how, how has that gone? How has reading the Book of Mormon been for you, that experience? Honestly, um, it, it, to me, it was interesting um, to hear about another man. And it, it, what I'm thinking, at least, Joseph Smith, was not leading people away from Christ like Muhammad okay that is what I'm thinking but I do believe in the ultimate trinity and no mere man can sit near the father and the son it's only the holy spirit 
that can do that. And uh, that that's what I believe. But now... Kind of like, um, if, uh, sorry, if I'm yeah, understanding correct, is that like, like he, he wouldn't be able to have this vision? Is that kind of what you're saying? No, 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 no. Oh. Because many people, uh, okay. God has prophets. Right. Now. So you, okay, so we're good. Yeah, you, we're you, good. Like you would believe I under- that he understand, did. Okay. Yeah, that awesome. you're saying he was a prophet and, and the Lord spoke to him. So I'm not saying that didn't happen. Matter of fact, during my research, um, the only thing that theologians, and I didn't do a lot, a whole lot of research, but I did some. And the only thing that, that I could find where they were saying about Joseph Smith was um, that he, he had no proof of this, this whole vision. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what leads people, you know, right. uh, astray. And now, and, and some of his choices maybe in life, I don't know. Because like I said, I haven't totally yeah. read it. But I do have, you know, like Moses was a sinner. He killed a man in self-defense, and, and the Lord restored and used him. Yeah. So, you know, things can happen. But where I go and, and, and how I've built my, my relationship with the Lord is by prayer and the Holy Spirit. And I can actually hear the Word. I can actually hear instruction. I can actually hear yeah. what to do. Even mission, when I'm right? going to do wrong. Okay, yeah. I can hear. Uh-uh. I am so convicted. My biggest battle, okay, when I uh, went to get saved was sex. That is a demon. That is a power, guys. That is a powerful demonic spirit. And I did not know how much of a hold it had on me until I walked away from it. Okay, so it's very powerful. Yeah. Um, you know, and then you have these other ways of the world, right? But that was my biggest one. I, I never was a drinker and the, the smoker. Yeah. I did drugs. And, but, you know, sex, uh, you know, things that I know, uh, you know, abortion. Mm-hmm. And I did that. Like, you know, you can, I can go down this line. Right. But I know that I laid all that on the line and repented. For every one of these things. We're going back. Lord. That is that is the best case scenario, is that we fully repent. Yes, sir. Right? And yeah. we believe um, that, you know, we're all on this path. We're all we're all trying so hard to repent because we continue to make mistakes. Right? There's no there's no perfect, you know, I'm cleansed from all my sins. I could die now and be okay. Um because, How old are because, you? I'm sorry. So I'm nineteen. You're gonna have your own church one day. No, I. So you we, will. Our, the Holy our, Spirit just told me. So in our, in our church, I'm just telling you the truth. He did. The Holy Spirit just told me to tell you. You're gonna have your own church one day. Well, I, I, I hope to stay in in the Church of Jesus Christ because I. Wherever you go, I you're believe, gonna be yours. <laughs> yes, Mark, the like Mr. <laughs> Mark the words. Mark the words. Marked. I have them down. But I'm sorry, baby. No, you're Go okay. Um, you know, I believe fully that, and we believe in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints that um, it's a it's a progressive movement. We we don't believe we're saved in one instance and then for the rest of our lives we're we're free. And I think well, you understand that too is that you know you can't be saved and go back to your ways. You know that fully well, and that's I guess that's the way we believe as well. So we we share that. Um, but we believe that. The Lord has given authority to those whom He gives, and He gave that to Peter in knowing His church. And we believe that that is here today, um, because in mean, that great apostasy, that that those dark ages where the truth and the true church was gone, um, the the authority to administer things like baptism mm-hmm. and the authority to um, those, especially baptism, right? That's that's the the thing everybody enters into. Oh yeah, right. We, that was that was changed. That's why there's so many different ways to be baptized today, mm. and we believe that the authority to to perform this this action okay. um, is something that resides in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and that's a bold claim to right. say that yeah. you know, we're the only ones who can do that. Right. And the only way to know if you know the Church of Jesus Christ is really all it says it is, all we say it is, all we hype. I want to say hype it up because yeah. I love it. I know. The only way I, to I know. know 
is to read the Book of Mormon. This is the proof. If someone is to read the Book of Mormon, they will know it's true. They'll know that Joseph Smith was a prophet because if he wasn't a prophet, he could not have translated this from what, from what he did. And I want to ask Brother Brown, how, how has the Book of Mormon been... How has it helped you yeah. learn of the church? And I should say, how has it built your testimony? Well, for me, uh, I started out small increments. You know, uh, before I joined the church, I had elders come to my home too. Yeah. I had a good relationship with them. And this wasn't at that point. I was still in that transition phase of my life of where, which way do I want to go? Which way do I want to go? Mm-hmm. Things. So once I... Did some more research. Uh, started reading the Book of Mormon before before I got baptized. I said, mm-hmm. you know, it, it for me it was one of those things where I read it and I said, well, if this in any way goes against the Bible or or what I know uh, right. about Jesus Christ and uh, Heavenly Father, I said, no. So right. At that point in time, I, that's just where I was. Still to this day, yeah. I'm at that point. Right. And as I started reading it, I said, "This is coincides mm-hmm. uh, 100% what I already believe." So it was, it was a, just what it says, a, a, a testament uh, of Jesus Christ and, and His Word. Uh, what we, we, we as a people get in the mindset. Because you have done this, you've, you've done part of this. 
right? Because it's we're still going. Yeah. So we're not gonna say you're complete. I mean, no, it's around yeah. complete. <laughs> and so he says, Moroni, in his one of his last words. There's t- two more verses after this, and the book is over. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of his last hurrah, and he says, okay. invites us all. Yea, come unto Christ and be perfected in Him, and deny yourselves of all ungodliness. And if you shall deny yourselves of all ungodliness and love God with all your might, mind, and strength, then is His grace sufficient for you, that by His grace you may be perfect in Christ. And if by the grace of God you are perfect in Christ, you can in no wise deny the power of God. And, Ladon, does this scripture bring you closer to Christ, or does it push you further away from Christ? That's a beautiful scripture. I mean, it's not, if that pushes you further away, something's wrong. I'm not understanding you probably, right? Right, I, I do understand. Right, yeah, no, you, you yeah. are, but if you didn't. Yeah, oh, that's Yeah, right. you're understanding it. Yeah, but if it didn't bring, yeah, you, if Christ, it didn't bring you, if it didn't bring you close to Christ. Since I was a little girl, um, all the questions I needed answered from God, he always answered through here. And actually, it's, it happened the other day. I, I was unsure about something, and I was praying. And as soon as I opened the word, there was the scripture for me to know exactly uh, what was being said, you know, or, or confirming what I needed to know. And it's happened a lot, even when I wasn't saved. Yeah. So, um, that is beautiful. Like, I think you guys are really awesome. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you. And I'm yeah. not being sarcastic. Right. Because you get out here and you're foot soldiers for what you believe in. You're foot soldiers yeah. for Christ. You're foot soldiers for what you believe in. You know, but we, we do have a difference of opinion with this book. And I am this book. And I'm no. Oh, I'm that book. I'm, I'm just this book. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Christian writer. So yeah. I wrote a whole book, even though every scripture in it came from here, uh-huh. right? I'm not saying that it didn't happen. I'm just saying I'm not feeling that. I'm not feeling anything from any of these religions, but this. Yeah. I mean, you do. I know. Yeah, you yeah. do. But you have your own concept also right. that goes along with the scripture. And that is what some people are going to have a problem with. Right. And that's, and that's where it does differ. Yeah. That's where we invite people to to see. To I see read it, is, it, yeah. Is, is genuinely... Because we believe the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the only true church. You do. And, that and, we believe, and I believe this is the only true church. Yeah. No, no, I'm just like that. you guys, but I just believe this is the only yeah. church. And, and like, like you said... Religion doesn't end. Um, like writing a three book sequel. Mm-hmm. The one I'm working on now is The Rapture and the Tribulation. Okay, and that is very technical because I have to do a whole lot of research, uh, yeah. theology research, and, and I'd have to do a lot of it because when I bring it to people, I want to know it's from the Holy Spirit. I want to know I thoroughly studied it. I want to know this, right? Yeah. And so, after that, you know, if there is an end to this madness yeah. that we call a world, it is. And, and when Christ comes, the judgment day will come. It's going to end. And that's why I say, this is my book, because since I was a little girl, mm-hmm. since I was in a church and an angel, came and walked me out of the church and told me what I would do. I would lead people. And I never seen myself here this day where I'm at and with my podcast, with my books, with my whole dedication to God. Not a boyfriend, not a, a drug, not right. this, not that, you know. Yeah. To God, to, to the Lord Jesus. God, I can't. Guys, I can't. And we, yeah. The love for him I have. Well, and, it, and it's amazing. It tastes. And, and, and all we want to do, the dawn is add, is add to the truths you already. Yeah, I don't know what I've been through. You did not know what he brought me through. He brought me through hell to get me to heaven, and that's why that's where I am now. 
that's why that's the name of my book. Because he brought me through hell to get to heaven. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's hell. That's fine. These tears are tears of love for Christ. Yeah. Because we can't even think of loving like him. Right. And I just stay safe. And this is my safety net. This is what has talked to me my whole life. This is what has protected me my whole life. This is powerful. Listen, I put this up against some supernatural stuff in my life and it defeated it. This is powerful. This book, and I know I've seen its power. Yeah. Just like you guys believe in what you do, but I'm going to tell you this. Know what you believe in in this life. I'm 50 years old. 20 years ago, you couldn't tell me nothing. What you talking about? I'm saved. I was big more saved than a lot. I was lost. I was a darn lukewarm whatever. Yeah. They say Christian. But I was so lukewarm until it's not funny. Yeah. And I didn't know what I was doing. My son told me, Mama, you always talk to us about God. I said, but I didn't know. Yeah. I know now. And, God, and, I, I and know. all we want to do is um, is to add to what you know. Because you more know, just because it's more what you know. It's, yeah. yeah, and yeah. and it's not to take away, right? Yeah, you from, want you want to add We too. just want to, to give you right you've had these amazing experiences with the Bible. And we want to give you more amazing experiences with with the Book of Mormon because it is the word of God. I read it and I won't condemn it. There's a lot of Bible scriptures in there. I would just only tell you that my Holy, the spirit that lives within me is just not leading me to accept some of it. Okay. You know, that's, okay. that, that's it. And, and I know and we can have this comfortable dialogue and yeah. still be okay and this is how it should be because ultimately if I'm wrong I lose nothing. If anyone else is wrong, they lose their souls. But yeah. if I'm wrong, I lose nothing because I believe right. in Christ. I believe He saved right. me. I believe He's coming back for me. I believe that He died on that cross for my sin. So if I'm wrong, I lose nothing. But yeah. if everyone else is wrong, they can lose their souls. Yeah. And I tell people, please marinate on it. That's what we tell people is just uh, to take what we've shared and to and to pray about, pray it. about it. And so, Ladon, when we leave today, will you will you ask the Lord if what we've taught is true and if Joseph Smith was a prophet, if the Book of Mormon is true? I will. Awesome. I think I will. But I, I will again. We can, we can <laughs> promise as, as representatives of Jesus Christ that your answer will come yes. in a way that you in the, in the way that you recognize, and you will you, you'll be motivated to. I'm so comfortable where, not even that I'm comfortable, but if for the first time in my life, I'm like where I'm supposed to be and doing what God is telling me to do. Because yeah. I clearly hear him speak. I, I clearly just heard the Holy Spirit tell me you're going to have me on the church one day. So when you get it, I want you to remember Sister LaDon That's right. told me this would happen. That's right. In the name of Jesus, I don't know you from Adam. You know? right. And it happens a lot, but it's it, you know. At first, I was scared. At first, I would be scared to tell people. Well, you know, one day this girl, I was trying to give her one of my books, and she was so against Christ and so against the Lord. And I said, "Okay, well, you know, um, just think about it." Da da da. And I got in my car to drive out, and the Holy Spirit got on me and said, "You better go back and give her that book. She's in danger." You go back and you give her that book and you tell her Jesus loves her and I did. I went back and he and the Holy Spirit said, "Tell her does her name begin with an N? Does something does well, some parts of her name begin with an N, right?" And so um, this was like going to be confirmation for me because mm-hmm. the Lord is still working on me through me too, right? right. So I said, so I asked her and I said. Does some parts of your name start with an E? And she said, yes. And it just, I felt this really bad feeling for her. 
the Holy Spirit said something's gonna happen. Get her that book. Go back. And I did. So I got I gave her the book and she confirmed what the Holy Spirit told me. So the Lord is still working on me because this is like different. I don't me, I'm this type of I used to be this type of person. If you don't wanna hear it then okay, bye, see you. I ain't got time yeah. for <laughs> you know yeah. some people you just have to be yeah. A little bit, you know, and you might have to take some blows and some hits. Like, I didn't give you guys blows or hits because you guys are awesome to me. I like your ambition, your you. your drive. Yeah. You believe in what you believe in. Yeah. And you, you're you out here for it. So, yeah. we all well, need we, to... We appreciate that. We, yeah. Um, we're grateful to have visited today and talked about We're going to say a short prayer, too. So. Yeah, and so if we, if we could, we could just close up with a prayer and... Make sure this is on. Let everybody get back to their, yeah. back to their day. Okay, guys. So, um, listen, I hope you guys got a lot of your answers, your questions answered um, about the Mormon religion. I hope I can answer a lot of your questions. Again, it's important to have dialogue with love. That's what That's I right. call it. That's right. Dialogue with love because uh, we have a lot of Christians who have a lot of different religions within the Christian religion. Right. So we got to have loving dialogue, guys. And so we're going to close this um, this out with prayer today, guys. So bow your heads. And I'll go ahead and say that. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for this day. We're grateful for the wonderful blessings that was done and given us. And, uh, we're grateful for the wonderful time that we've had and been able to meet here and wonderful things that we've been able to talk about and testify on the truthfulness of Jesus Christ and uh, Heavenly Father and how much that they, they love us. Help us all that we'll be able to feel that love for uh, them that they have for us and help us all be able to go and find what is true and be able to have that confirmed with the Spirit and help us all be able to know that uh, we can be saved by thee and through thee only through me if we go and do everything that we can and we ask you to go and watch over us and keep us safe as we go throughout our days and uh, we're so grateful for thee again and we love thee and we say these things in the name of Jesus Christ amen in Jesus mighty holy name we pray all right guys thank you till the next time bye-bye